Welcome to another episode of 34 to Glory. I am your host, Tyler Flesh. Uh, today, we are going to do things a little different. Um, my father is not here. Um, he works in the uh, medical industry, so with this whole coronavirus going on, he's working a lot of hours. Um, so this is going to be like a quarantine-type episode, I guess, because everyone's under lockdown. Uh, we're going to have a call here soon from Curtis in California, maybe talk to him about what's going on with this whole coronavirus, but also to get everyone's mind off of it, we will be uh, talking more bears, more free agency stuff, and get his thoughts on everything that's happening and uh, see how this goes, because uh, the bears have been linked with more, couple more people, They're, I mean... There's some pretty crazy outlandish rumors, but you know what? Why not discuss it all? Because there's literally no sports going on at the time. So it doesn't even really matter. We can live in this fantasy world for a little bit. Um, if uh, if you didn't listen to the last episode, I'd suggest you listen to that. Uh, we cover the free agency completely, head to toe, give our thoughts on our GM, which we, if you've listened to this show, we do not care for. So uh, with that being said, we'll just uh, hang in there. And then the next time you hear us, uh, Curtis will be on the line and we'll have a good conversation with him and uh, go from there. So we'll be right back. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, what's up? Sorry, we were uh, we're trying this new Bluetooth thing, so we didn't know if we had you or not. Uh, just to <laughs> let you know, it's just me today. Uh, my dad works with okay. uh, the medical industry, so with this whole coronavirus, he has been called in. So it's just me today. I uh, I, I understand that. I pers- I work in a military hospital, so I, I get it. Yeah, I was on duty the night. Yeah, you know, when you guys were doing that call in, and I as soon as I got done dealing with whatever the current crisis was, I tried to call in, but I missed you guys by probably a couple minutes. Oh, it's all good, man. We're glad you could join us. Yeah, man. Um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, how bad before like we dive into the bears? How bad is it out in California? Uh, it's starting to pick up out here. It's not as bad as Seattle. Um, we just deployed a, a bunch of sailors from my hospital on the USS Mercy, USNS Mercy, to, to sail up there and help out with the with the normal workload of the hospital. So that way they can focus on the corona, corona response. So, right. but yeah, as far as San Diego, it's it's starting to pick up over here. More and more cases are getting reported every day. So it's it's it's, it's catching fire. So. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, another week from now, another week from now, we could be in, uh, you know, like a scene out of an apocalyptic movie, you know? <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, Ohio just shut down earlier, yeah. so. I know. We're... All the kids are out of everything. It's, yeah. Yeah, you probably have your hands full. Five kids. Yeah, five of them. Yeah, so the, 
they're home all day. We, uh, me and my, uh, me and my second oldest, we, uh, we built a longboard yesterday out of an old piece of fence and a broken penny board. So uh, we're getting creative. That's really cool. <laughs> That's really neat. Well, let's dive into it. Uh, what'd you think so far of the acquisitions and the people we've lost so far in this free agency window? Oh man, good question. Um, I'm not overly impressed with the moves i mean some of the people we've let go we we talked about before we kind of saw it coming leonard floyd um thanks for the shout out last uh last call our last post or broadcast you know i I knew we were gonna let him go i mean it was like there was no way we were gonna keep that guy at 13 million dollars um we had a chance to trade him we had a chance to get a quarterback before the trade deadline last year you know and they still they whiffed on that one so it would have been nice to have seen them uh, get something out of Floyd eventually, you know, after, you know, four years of just underachieving. It would have been nice to get something back out of that, but whatever. we got Robert Quinn now, so hopefully he's not over the over the hill. Yeah, before we touch on Robert Quinn, I was just going to say that it absolutely, like when we lost Leonard Floyd, I was like, damn, Curtis was right. We should have traded him and got something for him because now – all we have is a bust in the first round again and someone who is now no longer on our team. Right. I mean, we could have used that. We could have used him as leverage to pick up. Like, remember I was talking about trying to get, um, what's his face, went to Seattle, um, Clowney. You know, we could have worked some sort of a trade to get Clowney last year. And, yeah, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the Texans would have rather got something out of it, you know. Well, the way the Texans are doing business, it's like a fire sale over there. So we could have got. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, the the memes about that trade. Oh my god, worst trade ever. <laughs> it was so bad, and it didn't make it. It didn't help matters any either when you saw what Buffalo gave up to Minnesota for Diggs. That just oh, really I know, made right? everything so much worse. Pennies on the dollar. I think I think Minnesota was trying to get rid of that that personality over there. It just had to have been toxic. Yeah, I don't think him and Cousins were getting along. But oh, they're, they're, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say they're trying to you know they're doing everything they can to turn Cousins into a franchise quarterback, and you know having that dude over in the corner yapping all the time isn't helping. Yeah. What? So we cut Floyd. Robert Quinn comes in on a monster contract i feel like for his age and where he's at yeah uh we said it before but he came in for he's coming in for five years at 70 million with 30 million guaranteed how do you feel about robert Quinn? again i hope he's not over the hill um i hope most of that money is front loaded you know if we get two good two hopefully three good years out of him that'd be great but i mean you're watching you're, but linebackers of all kinds, you're watching these guys extend their careers well into their 30s. So I'm hopefully optimistic, you know what I mean, that he works out. I would love to see anybody take advantage of the double teams on, on Mac. You know what I mean? I think Quinn's the guy who probably can, and he could be motivated. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see him. I would love to see him and Mac, like, compete on a game-to-game basis. You know, like, hey, I'll put five bucks on it. I'll get more sacks than you. You know, I'd love to see that kind of banter. That would be amazing, you know. That would be great. I mean, that's exactly what <laughs> that, that that's what we need. We need something because Floyd didn't work out. But um, the thing that scares me about Quinn is coming off the PED ex- suspension. 
Um, to me, I'm always get a little nervous about that. Like, okay, was he just doing it because he feels like he's losing a step or two <clears throat> and trying to, you know, get a little mojo back. Yeah. And then, then he has this, you know, big year with 11 and a half sacks with Dallas. And then here comes Chicago and we just pony up. So I don't know about you, but that makes me a little worried. I, I, it does worry me. I thought I read something about the new um, how they're not going to suspend for that stuff anymore. They're just going to do fines. So that, that if that's true, that puts my mind at ease a little bit, which means he won't miss game time if he just you know decides to juice it up a little bit. But the the team's just going to pitch in and pay his fines. <laughs> no, I know he can pay his own fines at seventy million. Yeah, that's yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a very wealthy you know. man now. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's already paid pretty well, but you know, it's, it's nice to see somebody who, you know, he's shown over the course of his career that he can continue to perform after he gets paid, which is usually, you know, it's been a problem with people in the past. And I mean, know, we've got a couple, we've got a couple offensive tackles who, uh, who don't seem to be able to perform after they get paid. So yeah, that seems to be the case too. <laughs> If we get though, if we get the Robert Quinn, uh, even even of last year with Dallas, but if we can get a, a version similar to, you know, when he was on the Rams, I, I think, man, we could wreak some real havoc in that backfield. So, I agree. I again, that's that. All of that makes me hopefully optimistic. We're gonna get Hicks back, healthy. I mean, we remember last year. Uh, last last year, we were talking, and you know, we were talking about having a you know an all world type of front, you know, seven. And I don't think that's any different now. We replaced Floyd with Quinn, and I think Quinn, hopefully, he can capitalize on like like you know Goldman and Hicks and 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 Mac out there just wrecking house. And he's just gonna be like, "You're gonna give me who? Okay, I can destroy that one guy and get to the quarterback." So yeah, I'm feeling good about this one. I think that one. Yeah, I'm with you completely. Unless he falls off the 30-year-old shelf. Yeah, yeah. That, so. Well, I mean, like you just said, we didn't even bring up Hakeem Hicks last time. And, man, you're going to get a lot of one-on-ones if everyone's healthy in that on that defensive line. So I don't see why we shouldn't be able to perform. Yeah, I mean, after signing Quinn, I'm surprised Cousins, you know, did a contract extension out of him. Like, yo, can you trade me out of the NFC North, please? Um, <laughs> right. It's going to be rough for a couple of years. It, yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's he's probably not looking, especially with that <laughs> offensive line. Like, I'm licking my chops right now to play uh, Minnesota sooner rather than later. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think the defensive line is going to be good this year. Yeah, I mean – it has to be right. <laughs> like we can't be pumping all this I'm, money into the point where we just fall flat on our face. So, you I, know, I thought all last year we were that one piece away, and I think I think hopefully this this can do it. So, well, speaking of the one piece, uh, Nick Foles comes into the picture now, and Trubisky <laughs> finds himself out of a job. So, what what do you take about the whole Nick Foles trade or think about? Sorry. You know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I got a lot of different inputs on this one, and I get, I get it, especially in the current environment we're in. <clears throat> Knowing we're probably not going to have an off season, you know, they're looking at what's happening in Italy. They know that you know we'll be lucky to get the NFL season started on time, let alone like you know the games, let alone you know worrying about off season stuff. I, 
you know, they've been talking the whole time about how Matt Nagy just needs somebody who can execute his offense, right? That's why we always we wanted, you know, um, Chase to go in there, Chase Daniel to get in there, you know, because even though he wasn't any better than you know, Trubisky, he could hit that four-yard pass to the guy in the flat, right? He could do the basics that Mitch just couldn't do, you know? So, given it, I heard this one just like it was last night. I was listening to uh, one of the guys, and he said, you know what? We're probably not going to get an offseason. So they went out and they got a guy who could step in and will know the offense better than Matt Nagy. You know, because remember, Matt Nagy said it out loud. He says, I need Mitch to know the offense better than me. Well, guess what? Nick Foles can be that guy. He's not, you know, he's not the shiny new Corvette, but guess what? This dude is going to be that, like, you know, that Toyota Corolla, you know, that you got from your grandma yeah. that's got 200K on it and still and still going going strong, you know what I mean? He's, you don't <laughs> yeah. have to worry about it. You know, it's going to go out. It's going to go out there and do the minimums. You know what I mean? It's going to get it done. So that's perfect analogy, I, man. I, I'm, I could see him drafting a quarterback to develop. You know, think so. Like <laughs> Glennon, Foles is what Glennon should have been. You know what I mean? He's the guy who can't execute the offense, and we can draft a guy whether it's in the second or the fifth or whenever they pick up a dude and develop him. If we get two or three decent years out of Foles, good for us. You know what I mean? Just we just need competent quarterback play at this point. Our defense, you know, we got this window everyone's talking about. The defense is there. They're solid. I, th- I could see them drafting a guard and a quarterback in the second and then um, letting that dude develop. That would be my ideal for uh, second round for us. I'm jumping ahead on you, I know. Sorry. No, but, you're fine. But I think I think Foles is, is going to be that guy who can walk right in without an offseason and execute Nagy's offense. You know, Nagy's going to be like, hey, Wherever you're at, here's an email. Here's my playbook. Falls and be like, cool, got it. You know, right. He's worked with Nagy on multiple occasions. He knows the lingo. He knows what he wants to do. And again, he's going to be able to hit that, you know, that that wheel router or that that flat option. And he's going to, you know, he's not going to overthrow the guy who's five feet away. But uh, and I'm pretty sure he can, you know, hit those hit those out routes pretty well too. So yeah, and the one thing, yeah, not flashy. The one thing I do like about Foles is exactly what you're saying. Like, he will throw the ball. He's going to give Robinson a chance. He's going to throw it up. Yeah. He's not going to be scared to have a safety, you know, come over top. He's going to have faith in his guys. And um, I don't know if you saw this, but there is a rumor out there that Trubisky has been on the trading block for five weeks now, and we cannot. Right. I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you about that, but uh, I would I would be honestly I'd be comfortable seeing them just cut Trubisky yep. and use whatever cap space they can get to uh, to help resign Robinson. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I feel like that there's right like he has to get cut because you can't put a player on a training block and then say oh hey by the way bud we're still going to need you like that just doesn't right. work like that especially when you bring another quarterback in. Yeah, I've done a lot of team sports my life, and that's just a bad recipe for a locker room. You know what I mean? Just bringing that toxicity into there, you know? It's like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I you know. Um, does it does it make you a little it, nervous that uh, Chase Daniel signed with the Lions? Not really. That dude, you know, he's a journeyman. He's not going to go over there and give up all the trade secrets. You know what I mean? I'm, one, I'm not worried about Detroit. So, I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. At, at all. 
you know, my brother's a Detroit fan. Love you, David. But, you know, I actually feel I feel proud of the Lions when they win a game. You know what I mean? I kind of root for them a little bit because they've been just so bad for so long. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's a pity root. You know what I mean? It's like if we're having like a monster year and we like let them win one just to make them feel better, I'd be okay with that. You know what I mean? It's, you know, like, oh, you know, it's like it's like your little brother out there. You know, he's, he's trying so hard. and. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? As long as we sweep the rest of the division, you know, maybe we'll throw one to the Lions just to just to keep the fan base in it. You know what I mean? It's so true. It's so it's... fun going to Detroit and being an empty stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I, I'm just hoping my brother hears this. He'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say empty stadium because, like, where I live, Detroit's only two hours and forty minutes away. So all. Lately, I haven't because they've been playing on Thanksgiving two years in a row. But when the Bears play Detroit, I'll head up to Detroit to go catch a game. And it is hilarious because I, I get in the stadium probably about like, I'd say 30, mm -hmm. 40 minutes before kickoff. And mm -hmm. you'll have like half the quarter gone. And I, I get <laughs> like, I get pretty good seats. Like, you can pay a hundred bucks and you're sitting like six rows from the field in Detroit and you start looking around and there's like no one in the, the, the stadium. And then all of a sudden they, they slowly start to pile and then some leave and some come in. It is the weirdest atmosphere. I don't know how they shoot it on TV the way they do because that stadium is never that full. Oh my gosh. That that's what reminded me when you said you know empty stadium. I was like, actually, you're kind of onto something here. Oh my god! Um, how much do the Bears fans show up for those games? Is it, is it pretty good mix? Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. It's I usually yeah, that Rams sit... game I went to this year. That Rams Bears game. Did I tell you guys about that? It was yeah. like probably two thirds Bears fans. That's awesome. That's that that is awesome yeah. to hear. I know a lot of people, we ran into some fans that came from uh, Chicago to Detroit. It's a lot, actually. So they I, there's, they had a cheap flight, so that always helps. But uh, I don't know cheap if you... are super cheap right now. <laughs> yeah, right? No one's flying now. Um, I don't know if you've seen these other rumors. Uh, supposedly <clears throat> the Rams have put up... Uh, Brandon Cooks is on the training block, and they're saying the Bears might be interested since we let Taylor Gabriel go. Yeah, what are we going to give him, though? Yeah, see, that's there, there's all these rumors, right? So there's that one, and then there's another one saying that we're going to try to trade with the Jets for Jamal Adams and put something together. And I just don't understand why we would do that when we could have just signed Ha Ha Clinton Dix back. He wasn't right. bad. Well, is Jamal is Jamal Adams free or strong safety? Uh, that I do not know. I do not follow much Jets. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I'm with most of the Bears world. I would love to see them get a strong safety guy and let, you know, Jackson just do what he does. And He's a strong safety, yeah. Jamal Adams is a strong safety. Okay, okay. Ooh, man, we'd have our own little Legion of Boom up out there if we, uh, if we grabbed that guy. But, man, like, what would the Jets take to get rid of him? Because he's young and he's good. 
So, so both with him and Cooks, I mean, are is it a cap situation they're trying to get rid of? I mean, because I don't think we have the room to do something like that. Yeah, see, that's <clears> another so thing. Restric- yeah, there's so many restricting factors we have right now. I mean, yeah, unless they're going to do something stupid like dump freaking uh, Mac or something. Now that we got oh, Robert Quinn, please, I could see Pace doing something stupid like that. I think I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you think this is Pace's last year? Like, do you think he got pressure from the top and this is it? I think if we don't make the playoffs, it's probably a clean sweep. Yeah, and then we're in full rebuild. If you're well, yeah, but you just you just abandon your your number two overall draft pick. I mean, <clears throat> you've got to win now, or you're done. I mean, he's missed on so many of your of our premier picks. Yeah, it's it's bad like it's just not I mean we've talked about that article before and now that was before we got rid of our latest one and you know Floyd so it just you sit there and you just scratch your head because it doesn't make sense (laughs) I I don't know and it's like yeah I just I I don't know fourth for full I mean, unless this guy is just banging on the fact that he can grab gems out of the fifth round, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what he's doing. I was so glad when he picked up Mac and gave away all our first-round picks. I was like, cool, you suck at those anyway, you know? I was like, I was like I'd much rather have a, a guaranteed commodity with those first-round picks and let him give Pace a chance to, you know, shoot at the target. You know, forget that. Right, and I, I kind of also feel like Pace seems to be a name guy. Like he he yeah. likes the big names. I we haven't even talked about this yet, but I don't really understand the Jimmy Graham signing at all. Ah, no, no, no. That's a Voldemort name in our house. Like <laughs> <laughs> my kids are all like, "What? No!" Ah, yeah. My kids like they're so funny. They they they're big into Harry Potter, right? So they're like they refuse. They're, Jimmy Graham's basically Voldemort to them. <laughs> yeah, the player that shall not be named. You know, he should have been Voldemort to us. Oh, I don't know. Is this guy just gonna? Cause he's 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 old and slow and tall now. But so he's got tall going for him. Is he just gonna like trot into the end zone and stand there like a like a like a Groot or something? Is that his job now? I don't get it. I I don't know either. And he's he's notorious for not being able to block. Like that's his big downside. <laughs> And he's notorious for giving up on plays. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I used to be. We used to, we used to live in Seattle, right? So I have my. Remember, we're Bearhawks, right? Yep. So I remember this guy in Seattle. He was. I was like, I was excited when they draft when they traded for him from the Saints, but then I was like, no, this was bad. Oh, yeah, I remember. He was not good. That's why they got rid of him. I remember when that trade happened. I was like, what? Oh my gosh, Seahawks are going to be amazing because you know that's when Jimmy right. Graham was coming off. You know, he was the man. So. Yeah. Now he was one of those guys who got paid and they just quit caring. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. 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 And you could just tell. And it's I don't know where he fits into like I, I don't get it. I don't God, we keep missing on tight ends. Like it's bad. We do not have luck. It can't be that hard. <laughs> right. It can't be that hard to get a tight end. I mean, like <laughs> so back in the day I used to play Madden. And tight ends were like such a cheap commodity. I would set up uh, my my playbooks or whatever where I would use the tight end and like the running back and wide receiver roles because they were so cheap that I could sign them to like no no bonus money or whatever, and then I could like just use them as the premier option. 
and uh, and and then so then they'd, they'd want some huge contract, and I would just cut them and get another one. But anyway, where I'm going with this is you can't be that hard to hit on a tight end. They're like they're a dime a dozen. No, you know? we were, supposedly we were going after Cameron Brate, but then the whole Tom Brady thing happened, and Brate yeah. decided to stick around. I don't yeah, even know if that would have worked out. Contract. No, it would have been cool if they'd gotten um, what's his name. He went early. Um, the guy from the Falcons. Austin Hooper. That guy was. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah, the Browns. I've seen that one happen. I think if they hadn't have gone for Quinn, they could have gone for that guy. But I think it was probably like, you know, you have one big signing in you, you know. So. It was. The Robert Quinn thing was a little odd because we were going into the season like salary cap moved up to like $198.6 billion, and we still only had like. 26 million available to us and it was just to me it was just a little odd when we get robert quinn i'm like really kind of okay i mean hopefully it works i get it because i'm a big fan of i think that you win games on both like in the trenches on both sides so we'll see but i just felt like there were so many other holes and that like you just said i feel like that might have ate up a lot I don't know, though. I don't know the logistics of everything. Yeah, like I said, I hope it's just front-loaded because, you know, with age and all that, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get saddled with some, like, long-term contract with a guy who just doesn't have it anymore. <clears throat> Jimmy Graham. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> it's, so, it's so true. When I saw that, I was like, no, no, it can't be. I th- um, how do maybe, you... the, maybe the dude will ball out. I don't know. Maybe he grew up a Bears fan. This is his lifelong dream to like just go ball out for the Bears or something. Who knows? <laughs> Let's hope. We're going to need it all. Uh, but you're do... right. Pace is a name, name guy. Back to what you were talking about. Yeah, he's a name guy. He he was with this dude in New Orleans. You know, and he was a superstar back you know 20 years ago. So he's like, oh, Jimmy Graham. Woo. Yeah, I don't know. Do you also get Might a little concerned? <laughs> right. Do do you also get a little concerned how our GM continues just to lie to us like all the time? This is now the second time. I get it, I get it though. I mean, he's not going to come out there and be like, "Oh yeah, we're trying to trade Trubisky." Because what if they couldn't get you know their plan A or their B or their C, and then they all are stuck with Trubisky? You know. It's, Mitch Trubisky and then like Schmuckatelli, you know. <clears throat> so they're like, now they're stuck with him. But they already came out there and said they were trying to dump the guy. So I get it, you know. You, you play the cards you have until you can change out, you know. You, I don't know if you guys ever play a five-card draw, right? You, you play the hand you got until you have something better. So I get why he, why he says what he says. but Yeah, I see, I get that. I just didn't like... I don't see the point in going out and saying to everyone that hey, you know, this guy's our starter, we're sticking with him, blah, blah, blah. And then you go out and, like, instantly everyone's like, oh, well, not anymore. <laughs> Football is a fickle business. I mean. I It just, I feel like he knew all along. That's that's where I was going because he did this. With, oh, he did. It, what really concerns yeah, me about yeah. Ryan Pace is how the when the wind blows, he changes his mind. Because we signed Glenn into a huge deal, then out of nowhere we trade up for Trubisky, which is going to go down as one of the biggest busts ever. 
It's very weird. Yeah. He's a. I just. I can't wait for him to get out of Chicago. Personally, I think he watches too many like James Bond movies. You know, what I mean, you remember the the Glennon deal was all about cloak and dagger, right? Oh, we signed this big big name deal to you know, so that way nobody would be on the scent that he was looking for Trubisky. You know, <laughs> and, and then the trade up. You know what I mean? He's like he's hearing footsteps coming up behind him. You know, he's hiding in shadows and stuff. And I'm like. I don't, I don't know. He's it's like a giant child playing, you know, GM. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand either. But that's that's great because that's how I picture him. He's like, oh gosh, I threw him <laughs> off the scent. No one's on to me. We're gonna get the best quarterback ever, Mitchell Trubisky. But I'm like, well, I mean, day one he started lying to us. I'm gonna draft a quarterback in every draft because it's the most important position. He's drafted once. <laughs> oh man, like, I on, forgot man. about that quote completely. Yeah. Holy cow, yeah, you're absolutely right. Day one. Wow. <laughs> if he really gave a shit about the quarterback position, he would draft one every quarterback. <laughs> what? Uh, we? I just want Hard Knocks to like go undercover for the Bears. Like, I don't even want the Bears to know <laughs> they're on Hard Knocks, and just. You know what? I don't even need to. I don't even need to see the players. I just want cameras in his office at all times. <laughs> Make it a reality show. Yeah, like <laughs> seriously. I don't understand what he's doing. Could you imagine him like picking up a call? He's like, "We'll do it," and then he hangs up the phone. He calls him right back. No, no, we're not. We're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> You're like, what? It's been from the. It's been like not even a second. He's like, "No, I changed my mind. Listen, we got a better deal." Okay. I bet you he's a nightmare to work for. He's that boss who's like giving you like conflicting orders on a minutely basis. <laughs> you know, like. yeah, oh my gosh, he would be. He would be horrible. Oh my god. Could you imagine? I've a had secretary? a few supervisors like that, man. Oh god. <laughs> he's trying to predict what he wants in a memo or whatever, like, but he's like constantly changing his mind or something. Like, oh my god. When she brings breakfast, like if she brought him breakfast, she'd have to get like pancakes, bagels, and like all this other stuff. Just because you never know what he'd want, even though he told you he, he probably wanted, only like, crepes. I bet his wife only will, will agree to go out to dinner with him if he goes to like a smorgasbord place, you know, like a they're like where you can like just walk up and choose what you want. He's that guy when oh, he when God. he goes to a restaurant. He's the guy where the waiter comes back. He's the reason why the waiter goes, "Do you need a minute?" and you say yes, and then they don't come back for thirty minutes. That that's Ryan Pace. <laughs> that's the reason that got started. Oh my god, we can bash him all day long. This is fun, but um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just when you said that about he's been lying to us from day one, I totally forgot all about that. How most important position, you know, we're going to continue to draft, and then one, we trade up for one. Maybe he just realized, wow, I'm really bad at this. Maybe we shouldn't keep trading. I honestly, I hope he uses one of our first round picks from next year to get one of these dudes we were talking about, um, Cooks or somebody else. I don't trust him. Just trade it away. Get something we can use. You know, if we're going to get a speedy dude like Cooks for, you know, second rounder, I don't know, third rounder, trade him away. We're going to need you know, something. I trust him in the fourth, I trust him in the third, fourth, fifth round and on so on, but not in those, those high value picks. You he, know, just, just let the dude keep trading him away, man. What do you think about um, 
I mean, obviously we have offensive line issues. That's kind of easier to fix. But as far as the run game goes, and then I still feel like we're short on receiver. Do you, like do you, do we yeah. draft a running back again? Do we focus on receivers, or do we go all towards the offensive line? And I can't remember if it was you or your dad. One of you guys said you didn't care for for Montgomery. That was me. I'm not a big fan. Okay. You know, I I like Montgomery. I think he was running behind. I mean, we saw how fast he fired all their offensive line coaches. I think Montgomery is going to work out. I really do. He doesn't have the top end speed, but you can go back and watch because he's like they made it all free now to go back and watch because we're all stuck in our houses. You can go back <laughs> and watch all the tape on. That dude was getting yards where there was nothing to get. He is a beast. Like he's the next, uh, the next beast mode. We got our, you know, hell, we got freaking, uh, we got Jimmy Graham. Now we got beast mode. You know, maybe we'll pick up some other ex Seattle guys, but uh, you know, we got our own little Legion of Boom. But um, we're basically the Seahawks from a few years ago now, right? Yeah, uh, but except we need a, we need a quarterback. But um, <laughs> well, I hope you're right, and no, I hope I, I'm I wrong. No, I hope I, I think Montgomery's gonna be fine. I really, I really do. Um, I, don't, I think just I think a lot of last year came down to Nagy trying to figure out how to make Trubisky work. You know what I mean? It's you ever, you ever get into a car with somebody who they say they can drive a stick, but they can't. Yes, but, you know. That's like that's how I picture last year, like a good analogy for how last year went, right? Everybody gets a car, you're gonna go to a party, it's gonna be great, and then the guy who says he can drive a stick gets in there and he's just like grinding it and grinding it and you're like, Oh god, you know, like I thought we were gonna be good. You know, nope. So then you gotta figure out how to get to the party with a guy who can't drive a stick. So you know, that's a weird analogy, but in my head it works. But. No, I I followed. I got it. It made sense. I mean, if you've ever been, <laughs> you know, they're burning up the clutch. It's, you know, you know, you can't. It's crazy. But I, I listen, I hope you're right. I I just when I saw maybe it's our offensive line. I don't know. I just well, I know what it is. I just I'm still so upset about the Jordan Howard thing. I just I thought we had two backs that complemented each other so well and then i don't understand how you take a fifth round running back turn him into a pro bowler and then say oh we'll just take a fifth round for him it's fine when he was literally eating up right. only like one percent of the salary cap he made that one made no sense i think they just didn't want to pay him i know and it like uh it's it, it's almost like here we go again with jerry angelo and greg olson like uh it's not that bad i mean Howard was no Olsen, but... but it, it shows a lot about pace, though, of what he values and what he doesn't value. Think about think about New Orleans, right? Everything he learned, he learned from Sean Payton and all those guys in New Orleans, right? They've, they've been on a running back carousel until very recently for, you know, you play fantasy, right? Yeah. I never would ever pick up a New Orleans running back because you never knew what you're going to get. That's so very to true. me, that just says they... And, they don't value them. And I think he's learned. I always think back to the New Orleans, like when I see stuff happening with pace and I'm like, okay, this is something he learned in New Orleans. They don't value at all the running back position. He's not going to pay a dude top dollar when he thinks he can just go spend another fifth rounder and get a starter, you know? Yeah. He got, he, you know, spent a 
spend a third round on Montgomery. That's that's probably the highest he will ever spend on a running back. And I think he traded up because he was just, he didn't like any of the other ones coming up behind him, you know. It, but, it, and he just dumped Montgomery. So he's like, I got to get somebody. It's really hard to think he came from New Orleans. Like, you see the way they're set up, and we're nothing like it. It's very odd. I think a lot of that has to do with Sean Payton, though. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I think I think Sean Payton holds a lot of weight, and I think Drew Brees pulls a lot of weight in that building. And God, I mean, I think back to when Drew Brees was available, and and then we didn't go get him, and then we let San Diego, I mean, I think that um, New Orleans grab him. I mean, he was coming off an injury, and I was like, man, that dude's worth a flyer because I think he's got a lot to give. And then, sure enough, you know, hey, it could have been worse know, though. We could have been Miami. Here. Remember yeah. my, Miami got word they tried him out and they uh, decided to go with Dante Culpepper yeah. over Drew Brees. <laughs> I mean, wow, Dante Culpepper. That dude, wasn't that dude notorious for throwing the ball into the dirt? Wasn't that his thing? Yeah, and overthrowing. Anyway. He had a he had a cannon and he just didn't know where to put it. Mm-hmm. It was just gone. Um, oh I had God. a question. Do you think? Uh, are you like the NFL right now, like everyone else? It feels like the GMs and stuff where running backs are a diamond dozen. Don't pay them. Go through the carousel. Um, you mean kind of like pays? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, like that. But like, for instance, yeah. like Zeke, a lot of people said, you know, don't pay him. He's not worth that much. You know, you can just find another guy to do the job. I wondered if what your thoughts were on that, if that's your know. way. There's, I think there's, you know, some, some very, there's, there's not a lot, but I think there's some special running backs out there who have, you know, that whatever it is that Walter Payton, you know, he just had a thing he was going to get it. He was going to, whatever it was, he was going to get there, you know, Derek Henry, you know, I think a special player. There's a few guys out there that are just, I think, you know, special players, but if you're just, you know, unless you got that, then yeah, you don't probably don't need to overpay for it. Um, you can, you can bring in a committee and get, and meet what, what most teams are doing. You can do with a committee. You know, if you got that special guy, you can center your offense around him. And then you go and you do that. But, um, like, like Minnesota was trying to do that for a while, you know, and, and it was working to an extent and Dalvin Cook was, was, was tearing it up until he got hurt. But if you don't have that special guy, then yeah, I think you, you can get it done with a committee. Um, but it really depends. Kind of like with tight ends, you know. What I mean, unless you get that special guy, you you can bring in a conglomerate of dudes to meet the mission. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's that's very true with the tight end position. Like that tight end position is, you're either gonna get a stud or you're just gonna have a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, I go back to fantasy draft, right? I always draft whoever the hot guy is, like Travis Kelsey or whatever. I always draft that guy in the first round because there's so few special players, you know. Um, after the top three or four, there's such a huge drop off. If you don't get one right away, you're not going to get. You know, you're going to be, you know, just a, a random, you know, random guy who may or may not produce. So, um, I think running backs less, um, less specific to the special guys like that. I and mean, tight end, you like, there's again, very few really, really special players out there. And then, but with running backs, I think there's more guys who who are you know, that, that top tier is a little bit wider, if you will, than it is for tight end. Uh, quarterback, another one where that top tier is very narrow. You know, yeah. If you don't have that really special guy. You're always looking for that guy. 
So, and if you're not, if you don't have him, you better be drafting one every freaking year. You know what I mean? Like, come on, Dave. Yeah, I I don't know how. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I completely agree because I don't get what teams do with that. I, I honestly don't. I get that the Ryan Tannehill deal is structured to he can get cut after, you know, a couple years, but, like, I don't get it. He's not your guy. He's not your answer. Why don't you just keep stacking that position? Well, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Especially so like Tannehill, drafts. right? Yeah, so Tannehill. I mean, don't be surprised if Tennessee goes out and drafts another quarterback because they've got to know that Tannehill's not the guy. You know, he's the guy for now for them. But, he, you know, just like Foles. Foles is the guy for us for now, but he can't be the long-term answer. You know, you got to be looking for that for that unicorn. I mean, crap, Brady came out of the sixth round, you know. Uh, Minshew, was he seventh round or something like that? You know, he, he yeah. could pan out to be a guy. You know, you never know where they're going to be. Unless you unless you bring them in and give them a look, you're never going to find it out. Yeah, that's so. complete, completely agree with that. I, the, the thing with Tannehill, like, he didn't even – here's what gives me – I know this is going to sound absolutely crazy. Here's what gives me a little more faith in the full signing with us is if somehow we were to get to the playoffs, we're going to get – production out of folds you're like what you saw with Tannehill was a guy was Tennessee was trying to hide their quarterback the entire time what you get with Foles is a guy who can run the offense and he's not gonna we're, we don't have to hide him with a running game you know he can make the throws and he's a Super Bowl MVP you don't that just doesn't happen uh the, the thing that concerns me I guess is his health and God, just if we can get there, cause I'm telling you, it still makes me sick to my stomach. And I know it makes all bears fans stick to their stomach. But if you go back to when we lost to the Eagles, if we flip flop those quarterbacks, it's not even close. It's not even nope. remotely close. So I guess that's where I, I personally have a little more hope in, you know, that aspect of with Foles than signing a guy like Tannehill. Yeah. Foles has, he's, you know, not proven that he can be the guy for a whole season. You know, he hasn't shown that yet in his career, which hopefully, you know, he's not going to go through some streaks where he's just God awful. But he, as you said, he has shown that when the spotlights are on and it matters, he can rise to the challenge, you know, and that's, that's clutch. That's, I mean, that does give me a warm fuzzy as well. Yeah, because, I mean, he didn't even flinch in the Super Bowl. Like, I kept waiting yeah. for it to happen. I was like, oh, the Eagles, you know, Brady's going to do Brady. Foles is going to mess up. And it just it never happened. Yeah. And then that, it wasn't it was that the year before after the Falcons went out there and, and just biffed the entire second half oh, against man. Brady. Do you remember that one? That was horrible. Yeah, Foles went out there and said, look, I just got to keep it. I got to keep my foot on the gas. You know, we got to win this game. If you give Brady a chance, he'll sneak in there and, and take it back. So, what do you think? Because this is my personal opinion. I think it's going to be very interesting this year because I'm pretty sure Foles is going to be our starter. You know, going into it, uh, how Nagy calls the game compared to how he called it with Trubisky, and I'm hoping, just like what you said, you know, p you know, pedal to the floor, keep going. 
Do you think that we're going to see a change in that, or do you think it's going to be still kind of same conservative type weirdness? I think you're going to see something similar to what he ran his last year in Kansas City. I think we're going to see that when he had um, what's his face uh, uh, Smith. Oh, I think Alex. we're going to see some. Yeah, I think remember his last year in Kansas City when he had um, Alex Smith. I think we're going to see a play call similar to that. So, like, if you go back and watch that tape, especially if we get it, get him a speedy guy like Cooks or something, or or somebody in the draft who can just you know, fly down the field. I think we're going to see something very similar to that. You know, the tight end's still like a, uh, but who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Burton will actually like show up to play. Who knows? Um, You're right. God. Keep... <laughs> I mean, <sighs> maybe. Well, they do have history together, but man, even then, though, I still that that one confuses me almost as much as the Trubisky one. We go out and we sign a huge deal to a third string tight end. So weird. You you already explained it though. Pace is a name guy. Yeah. You know, he was part of the Philly special, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's all that's all Pace wants a, is a statue. He's like, we just need to get a statue yeah. out there. Even though nobody who had one play, you know, coming off the bench in the, you know, a big game and Pace was like, That's my guy, you know, like what? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> okay. I just like, he was third string over there for a reason, man. <laughs> yeah, I think, man, I think we have a chance to do something. I, I I'm I'm trying to. I don't know if it's just me believing in foals too much, but I feel like if we just have adequate quarterback play, we can really do something this year. I think, but with adequate adequate quarterback play, we. We sweep the Packers last year. We uh, we already swept the Vikings last year. We uh, I, we sweep the division last year with our adequate quarterback play. We beat the Rams. Uh, we we wouldn't have been close in Denver. Uh, that game wouldn't come down to a final kick. Let me see what other game we would have won. Anyway, where I was going with this is we would have been sitting at eleven or twelve wins with adequate quarterback play. Yeah, you know, I don't know if anything was going to salvage that New Orleans game. That was just a um, the the Oakland or no, the Oakland game. I still think Nagy screwed up that one. Um, yeah. He flew too late. You know, everybody's jet lagged, so I don't think there's any salvaging that game <clears throat> without making some agenda changes. So, I mean, there's two losses. You know, probably throw a third one in there somewhere. But I think we, you know. We win the division last year, and we make a deep push into the playoffs with adequate with adequate play. You I know, agree. The defense was still the defensive line was still hurt after Hicks went down, so that would have been what held us back probably out of the Super Bowl. You know, I don't think we would have been able to probably stop if, even if we made the Super Bowl. We, I don't think we would have been able to stop Mahomes without Hicks and with Leonard Floyd. I'm doing air quotes coming off the edge, but um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, I think adequate quarterback. It was a difference last year. Adequate quarterback play was a difference between making the playoffs and not. So, yeah, I think Floyd's in for a rude awakening too. I mean, he saw so many one on ones wherever he. I don't know quite exactly where he ended up. I know the Giants were interested in him. Oh, I can look it up real quick. I got my computer open. He went to what sucker signed that dude? Because um, I mean, and by all accounts, he's a good. Oh God, he went to the Rams. 
Um, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, he's out here now. Fun. Um, by all accounts, he's a good football player. He's just not an edge rusher. You know, I still think we would have been smart to transition him to like inside linebacker or something, or you know, maybe because I mean, what do the inside linebackers do? They play, they drop in the coverage, and they cover the run. That's the things he was good at. Yeah. Why not just make him a linebacker? You know, like I we would yeah. have had so we we could have had so many inside linebackers that we could have started trading those dudes. You know. I was going to ask you. Uh, we lost both the Knicks. Yeah. You know? Well, how do you feel about each of those? Man, I I think the Kwiatkowski one killed me because that kid just showed so much promise. I was like, wow, he's, he's just thrown in. He's making plays. He dropped a couple interceptions. I mean, you, you see a player like that that flies around in the ball that thrives in this defense, and it's like – you know, you drafted him. I, I don't see why you let him go and you sign. To me, Trevathan, man, I, I don't think he's that big of a piece because, you know, we have Roquan and we had uh, Nick Kwiatkowski, and I just, I, I don't know. That one hurt. I'll be honest. That one really, when I saw we lost him, first off, I didn't even, I'm <laughs> going to be completely honest, I didn't even know he was up to to be lost, and then shocking that, you know, usually a player when they're drafted in that, um, he was I know he was late I don't know exactly, but when you're drafted that late and then you you don't really you know ever get a chance and then you keep bouncing to team to team, but he actually came on and produced in a big way, and we still just let him go. So that one that one gutted me. Shame on you, Ryan Pace. That one hurt me as much as when the way they did Urlacher when he left. You remember how crappy that went down? Yeah, that was bad. It, it was, it was, it was, that was just rude. So here's why this bugs me, right? What does that tell your locker room? All your young guys who are pushing for a starting job, right? All these dudes who walked on or got drafted late or whatever. You bring this kid in, you draft him in like the fourth or fifth or sixth. I don't know where they drafted him late. You know, he, he, he struggles, you know, he, he's on the cut bubble, you know, he's working his ass off and he finally gets his chance to start and he goes out there and he freaking does it. Just like you said, right. He does everything he needed to do. They should have extended his contract probably after like week 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. They let him hit the street. They didn't, you know, they didn't bring, they didn't, keep him they had all the justification in the world to just say goodbye to Trevathan right he wasn't homegrown coming off an injury he's been injury injury prone his whole career um you know they could have been like hey you know thanks for the time here but I think we're gonna go with the young guy who you know who's homegrown you know reward his effort no they just let him walk and I think that's a dangerous precedent to set with your locker room if you're not gonna start rewarding the hard work of the guys who are deep into the roster and I wish him all the best. You know, he's out on the Raiders now, so I wish him the best. And he's going to be a pro bowler here before too long. Um, yeah, I, I completely I, agree with that. His his trajectory his trajectory is is it's not curving at all. It's going straight up. So, uh, just uh, he's young enough. He's young enough to keep working on it too. You know. And just a note too. Uh, this kind of shocked me a little bit. He was drafted in the fourth round. Uh, 
with the 15th pick, 100, 113th overall. Mm-hmm. I, I, to me, that seems like, man, I thought he was lower than that. And then, yeah, you have a fifth round, or sorry, a fourth rounder. I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like fourth round and he develops into that. Like, what? why are you letting him go? It doesn't make sense to me. Especially right. when we're aging at linebacker and you find this guy. Yep. Well, Smith's pretty young, but I mean, but you he, definitely, they definitely have a decision. They had a decision to make and they're both going to cost about the same. And they went with the old guy who's coming off an injury, you know? See, I would, from what I hear, he's a great leader on the field, but I mean, okay. I honestly would have felt better to cut Trevathan and keep Kwiatkowski and team him up with Roquan Smith. I agree. I agree. I I, I think he would have been just fine. You got a great Chicago name. And he, 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 <laughs> Come on. I, man. I know. I know. I just that one hurt. That yeah, when I saw that too, I was like, wait, what? I had to like double check and all the news came across and I was like, ah oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, you know what though? Yeah, as I was soon gonna... as they signed Trevathan, and I knew it was happening. Yeah, I had what well, see, and I didn't. I feel so ignorant because I didn't know that he was up for, you know, like he was going to be a free agent. I was like, oh, we get Trevathan, okay, we probably got another year or two left of you know Nick, and then then we don't. And I was like, well, I missed that one. Yeah. I was, I'll tell you what, yeah, I, I will send you a list of all the podcasts I listen to, and uh, since we're all stuck in our houses, maybe uh, I mean, you get the field of my look, and uh, these guys will keep you up to speed with all these little details. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, well, right now we're in Indiana. I'm still working 40 a week, but I don't know. That's I feel like right that's going to change real soon, because Illinois shut down, Ohio just shut down, so we're in a sandwich. It's coming. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, too, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are, real quick, that I, I really like Nick Foles in the aspect. I really hope that Anthony Miller does something this year. I think now, if Foles stays healthy, it's his time to shine. But I, I wanted to know what you thought about you know having Anthony pretty much as he's – I mean, he's going to be our number two now. Oh, man. I don't know if I see him as a two, man. I, I don't think – I don't know if he's got – the maturity or the work ethic to, or the health to stay a number two. I really don't. He, he concerns me. Um, I think he might be a career number three, kind of an underachiever. I hope he isn't, but I don't, from what I've seen from him so far, it's not looking good. Right. It would be, it would be great, you know, but he's got to show something, show something a little more than he has. And, and you know, I can't go out there and run the wrong route. It's not okay. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a little high on him. I I mean, but that's that's what I like how we get other people's perspective because I, I I like the way I guess I've just seen some big plays that he's made and then but I, I also understand the health concerns and I like you said though, it's he's gotta step up. I mean, this is time to shine, especially with Gabriel being cut. I I think we need to bring in we need to do something. Because I don't think you can rely with Nick Foles just having those two and Jimmy Graham and Trey Burton. They need a speedy guy. They've got plenty of talent at receiver. They need somebody who can just go out there and, and 
smoke past some defenses. And, and I don't somebody can just go out there and burn, you know. Now I don't know if you get this, but I get this a lot, and it absolutely drives me insane. But uh, <laughs> I think it's because that's that East Coast West Coast bias. What it comes down to, and people that don't watch the Bears, but I cannot stand when people say this, and they've I'm all my coworkers have told me this, my. You know, people around me have told me this, but they go, well, you guys need a number one. And it drives me nuts because what? I'm like, have you seen Allen Robinson? The The way this guy goes up and gets the ball, the way he runs, he is a beast. He has, <laughs> he's done so much with literally so little at the quarterback position through his entire career. career. And I always had to have this fight with people. And it, I don't know if you've run across that, but... Here in the Midwest, I get it quite a bit. That's weird. I don't get that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I can see why because you know he's not surrounded by like an Aaron Rodgers or whatever. But I mean, he's he's quietly getting his production on a team that was struggling. So I get it, you know. And then you got guys like what is his name? Uh, there's a couple dudes on like NFL Network who just hate the Bears and they just. Yeah. They just never give us any good props, and I think if I think if we got if we got more positive coverage from the mainstream NFL media, that it would be you know he'd be more spoken about. But you know, there's just this general like hatred of the Bears and a certain element of the of the media out there, and I, I don't get it. It seems to you know be in love with Aaron Rodgers, but man, I'll tell guys, you guys, they're in love with. You know, they probably all grew up as Packers fans or something. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I That's one thing I was just about to say. I'm not afraid of the Packers this year. I feel like they are uh, falling apart rapidly. Um, I think they got exposed. And I think if we can upgrade our offensive line, we can take advantage of that. Uh, I think, like, their run game. Like, you, you saw what they did to these guys in the playoffs. The freaking Niners just, they just, it wasn't even a game. It was like, you know, watching JV plays varsity, it was insane. Well, and also, there's there is a ton of tension between Rogers and Lafleur. <laughs> the Rogers strikes me as the type of guy who wants a deal like Tom Brady just got, and I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if that causes even more rifts now. Like Tom Brady basically was given like you can't got like the Peyton Manning deal out in um, Denver, you know, like. He's like, I want to run my own thing, you know, like, I want to do it all my way. And they're like, okay, sure, buddy. I think he has final say on, like, roster moves or something stupid like that, like yeah, a player does. he does. Like, he got some he got some insane deal. Like, they basically said, here's the team. Like, hand them the keys of the car, you know. <laughs> they don't care because their ticket sale is going to go through the roof. Yeah. But it's like, I think Rodgers is seeing that. He's probably losing his freaking mind. <laughs> Rogers probably wants to go to New England now. Mm-hmm. It, um, the whole the, there is, and I know this is slightly off the Bears, but there is a whole uh, rumor going around that uh, he they're going to try to pick up Antonio Brown in uh, Tampa Bay. Who's that? Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, I I wish the best for Antonio Brown. I don't think it's going to work out great. You know what I mean? It's yeah. 
just there's a lot going on there, and uh, you know, Tom Brady wants to put toys in his in his in his, in his toy box. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably avoid that one. Yeah, I I would too. But I mean, if Brady wants it, like you're gonna have to follow it, especially if you get that deal. You know, like like you just said, because he's gonna have roster moves. I. I'm with you though. I just hope. I think Antonio Brown needs to get mentally healthy before he even thinks about stepping on a football field again. Because there's some, <laughs> he has a problem with social media and and just attention. It's it's weird. I've never. It's it's just very odd to see a player go from great to just rapid downhill that fast. Right. I think a lot of it was uh was 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 in his head. You know what I mean. Like, he hit that thing with his feet, and that just kind of triggered everything. Like, I don't know if he just, just – Yeah. It just went downhill quick for that dude last year. Yeah, it did. Um, what do you think about the draft? Uh, good question. In the second round. In the second round, who do I think we're going to get? Yep, who do you think? Oh, man. Or, or what positions? Not, I don't need names, but what positions do you think they're going to draft? Uh – well, knowing us, we'll probably get another defensive end or outside linebacker for no apparent reason. Um, I would like to see us, honestly, depending on the moves we make before the draft, either receiver. But personally, I I said it earlier, I'm really big on offensive line and defensive line. I'd like to really just bolster up our offensive line, probably get a guard in there. Cause we lost Kyle Long and, but man, we need to tackle too. So <laughs> just basically anything offensive line related. What about you? <laughs> what I would love to see them do. I would love to see them grab. <clears throat> and this depends because they got two kind of close to each other, depending on who's left on the board. If they're flying off the board, I'd love to see them grab the best guard on the, on the board in the second. Um, and then trade back uh, with the second pick. Uh, and grab like maybe a third and a fourth, um, and, and get more kind of get get more volume. Um, now, if the if they aren't looking at you know like oh god, there's only one guy left, right? Because you know Pace will trade up if possible. Um, but <clears throat> you know, so one of those two picks, you know, get the best guard they can. Somebody who's going to plug in immediately and play. Because there's got to be a guy who's going to walk in day one. It can't be you know some developmental player or cheap seems to be in love with. Um, but I'd love to see him trade back one of the picks and then draft a guard. Uh, what they'll probably do, they'll probably do something that doesn't make any damn sense. Um, <laughs> they probably won't address guard until like the fifth round. Um, uh, I'd love to see him get a quarterback at some point, whether that's in the fourth, fifth, or sixth. I don't think Pace will spend anything higher than a fourth on a, <clears throat> on a quarterback. Because again, I don't think he values the position as much as he should, or he's just incompetent i don't know what the deal is there um he'll probably get some stuff we don't need he'll probably draft a, a wide receiver that we don't you know maybe somebody who could, we could have got later you know or or somebody who's in a field where there's plenty of you know availability there so he'll probably grab somebody when he could have got him later so probably grab like us and like a wide receiver in the second and then i don't know if they'll get, you know some dumb like a freaking safety or something i don't know something that we don't necessarily need right at that position i don't know i don't think i don't think pace does a great job so i don't have a lot of hope in him but i'd love to see them grab a guard and trade back that'd be my ideal scenario 
and then use more picks to get more people. So, yeah, as of now, we have six picks and we have uh, two in the top 50 at 46 and 49. Yeah. So now, can I see him? I can see him trading up at some point too because he loves to do that crap. Uh, God, um, that... He overreaches. He over he overreaches all the damn time. So I kind of expect it. He has this whole thing too, where he talked about like the Patriot way and like how how they want to try to emulate them and blah 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 blah. Well, they don't trade up, man. I don't know what draft you've been watching. Patriots are notorious. <laughs> they trade down religiously. Yeah, like constantly, the, the to the point where even the people commentating on the draft go, well, the Patriots are coming up, but they'll probably not be the Patriots, you know? <laughs> I think I saw I saw one draft. I swear the Patriots had two first-round picks, and they didn't draft in the first round. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, seriously, it's, it's unbelievable. <clears throat> I've seen them trade back and then trade back into, like, the 31st or 32nd pick. I've seen them do that. If there's somebody who they want to grab like a fifth, like a like a quarterback or somebody, well, and I guess it was a second they spent on Grappolo. But I've seen, I think it was them triggered out of the first and then back in to grab somebody who they wanted a fifth year option on. I've seen them do that like once, but yeah, they'll trade out like all day long. Yeah, it's right? it's crazy, and then then you have us. So who knows? I mean, did. It's it's always hard. I always say too. It's always hard with the draft to like do a show around or talk about. I mean, we can, but there there's just so much unknown, you know, with players yeah. with the draft. That's man. I hope we get someone, but I, it's always like I love watching the draft. Like I watch it every year. I know it just sounds ridiculous. You're watching a screen of people's names getting called, but <laughs> you I, can try it my way. <clears throat> how do you? What's your? I record way? it. And I- I, I record it, then I watch it and fast forward, and I wait for um, them to either walk up to the stage or I wait for, like, little icons to change. You know, like, pick in, and then I'll hit play. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, that's a better way to do it because it is taxing the way they – how long they take. It's like, can I just hear that music like that? Da-da-da-da. <laughs> I just oh, yeah. I man. stopped watching it years ago. I just fast forward until they, until the picks in, and then I play for like five seconds. If it's somebody who I care about, I'll watch like a little bit of their like little video on them, and then to the next pick. So yeah, I, and ain't, it, ain't got time for that anymore. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I still, I well, I watch the first round. I don't watch. I should probably clarify. I'll watch the first round, see what happens, <laughs> and then I kind of just what I do is I have it on in the background. If I'm doing stuff, you know, like I, my house, I can see the TV from if, if I open up the blinds. So like, I'll just keep it on and be doing other stuff. And then, then I'll, I'll always keep the eye and I'm like, Oh, the bears are on the clock. Here we go. So there you go. Well, uh-huh. do you, do you have anything else, Curtis, that you wanted to um, talk about I'll, or get off? Your chest? I'll maybe ask you how you, how you and your dad are doing, you know, how's everybody over there in Chicago? Are you guys keeping yourselves busy, that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, fine. My my dad's busy as hell. Like, <laughs> there's no, uh, <laughs> I can't even. He is, uh, God, I don't even know how to explain what he does. But basically, like right now, they're trying to set up stuff for, you know, people to. They can't take patients anymore, so they got to go. 
here and there and everywhere. It's just it's a it's a mess. <laughs> like that's that's the only thing I can say. So other than yeah. that, no, I, I'm good. He's good. Uh, we're still moving along. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I say this, but like, hopefully, we do get a football season. But I mean, there's bigger issues at place right now. So as long as you know all that's taken care of, and hopefully, we can you know flatten this curve a little bit because this thing is yeah it's pretty bad. And and that's key that I always try to to explain to people who, because I, I meet people all the time who have different opinions of this whole thing. Like, look, regardless of your opinion, you know, I always tell them like, look, we're probably all going to get this at some point. We just can't all get it at once. You know, that's, that, that's the key here. You know, it's the flu, right? It's super contagious. We just got to make sure we don't overcrowd the hospitals. You know, we got to, we only have so many ventilators and even young people are going to need ventilators for this thing. Cause it's like 30 times more, you know, more danger, more deadly than the damn swine flu. It's like, just, I just always express to people, you know, when people are telling you to practice social distancing, you know, do it, you know, don't, don't, don't go to a nightclub, you know, like stop. Right. Just spend time with your family, stay indoors. <clears throat> um, surfing's amazing. Cause guess what? Social, social distancing is like the first rule of surfing. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's true. It's great. It's, it's like the best sport ever right now. It's, um, <laughs> Well, the end of the sport. It's like get away from me, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I unfortunately we don't have surfing in Indiana. No, but... <laughs> I mean I don't know. Get a good strong wind coming off the lake, you know. You maybe get a couple We're... small swells. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> no, uh, we uh, we do have like all the bars and stuff and restaurants are actually closed down. So it's yeah. just. Uh, it's a very surreal time. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Like, you know, we had everything to look forward to, and then out of nowhere, like, Rudy Gobert just got it, and then everything went crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's definitely an interesting time, but keep, you guys keep pushing out the, uh, the content, man. Everybody's looking for something to distract themselves, so keep doing what you guys are doing, please. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And we will. We'll try. It might just be me a couple times because, <laughs> like I said, my dad is just swamped. And right yeah, now. And I, I just. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just. I had nothing. I was, I was going to say, good. I just started that. Uh, oh, I was going to say, I just started an Instagram account because uh, it was an easier way to, to see when you guys can be online. So I'm, I'm still new to it and I don't get as many notifications as I wish I did for some reason. But um, I'll try to keep my eye out for you guys when you're going to be yeah chatting and taking calls. See, we got to fix this, and we will. The whole thing is I don't have Facebook anymore, and I don't know if you've ever lost a Facebook or tried <laughs> to get back on, but they basically you have to send your DNA to get your uh, password back, <laughs> and that's been the oh, problem. Yeah. And our, our, our producer, Tim, he actually he's on Facebook, but he is juggling – Literally a million different things, so it's just easier through the Instagram. And I know, I know, we gotta, I gotta figure something out. We gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta probably make a third account. I actually have two accounts on Facebook that are me. Like it, I'm basically catfishing myself at this point. But uh, oh, don't worry, I, that, that's where I found you guys on Instagram. So I'm yeah, you're there now. So yeah, we post a lot on there, and I, I did not post. 
the recent one because this this whole corona thing is crazy because my dad's like hey we can do it then no we can't and i'm like when am i posting you know (laughs) so right now everything's like kind of juggling around but yeah we'll probably keep pumping out content and try to but yeah anytime man anytime you want to get on and just shoot us a dm man through instagram and i'll I'll get right back to you because i'm on that thing too much probably way too much right on (laughs) right on right on and hopefully we'll see some uh, some more moves happening here, something we can talk about. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, though, with this quarantine and everything, we might just I, I might just have an episode where we just talk football because, I mean, the, there's so many other moves going on, and like we we've touched on the Brady thing a bit, but maybe we just talk about fantasy or something just to give something to listen to. I don't know, you know, it's it's a crazy yeah. time. Uh, real quick though, before we let you go, uh, in your fantasy yeah. league, do you have a trophy or do you have like uh, anything like that? So, because I keep transferring around and to different places, everywhere I've gone, there's been something different. Um, when I was at uh, Baylor, we had a uh, we made out of my class, we made a, a big plaque that could be you know year over year, and it made, it made it for like four years. And then the same guy won like three years in a row, so everybody quit. Um, <laughs> Everyone's like, Screw and then, um, right. And when I was assigned to that Marine unit over here in Pendleton, the, uh, we, we, we had a, a unit trophy kind of like for just for the unit. And I won that one this year. Nice. Sat down. But, um, and then me and my family, we ate my, me and my boys, we're trying to get them into it. So we had a, uh, we had a league last year where it was just me and the boys. It was one of those. There was only six. Um, was that six of us, right? So we had uh, like we had two quarterbacks, two running backs, and you know, we're putting up like two fifty, two eighty on the point scores. It was crazy, and uh, we're uh, we're still trying to figure out what we want for a trophy for that. It'll probably be resembling uh, the Shiva from uh, from the TV show. Oh, uh, the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've watched that. That's great. We we see that's that's all our. Uh, fantasy league is missing is we need uh we we actually have a uh yeah we (laughs) we need one we need something like that for the last place person right now we have maybe a little more socially aware right (laughs) yeah yeah exactly we have a uh for the championship though we have a fantasy it says fantasy championship and it's a it's a belt like a wwe okay yeah Yeah, i like that We've seen those before. Now, <laughs> I, you know what's funny about this, though? And this is a little peek behind the curtain. I am only in, like, two leagues. My dad, however, is a junkie. I mean, it's like his... <laughs> it's insane, and it drives me nuts. He's in, like, seven to eight leagues. And I'm like, why are you in so many leagues? You're playing against yourself. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I got this. I'm like, what do you mean you got? I go, do you draft the same way in each league? Like, do you know, do you try to pick up this? No. I go, well, there you go. You're playing against yourself. He's like, no, I, you know, I go, okay, how many were you in last year? And he goes, seven. I said, how many leagues did you win? He goes, zero. I go, you need to cut it down, man. (laughs) You need to focus on one thing. Because he he set up a work league. And he, they, they missed a guy and like, they set this up two years ago and I jumped in and I've won it every time since. 
and I always rub it in his yeah, I always rub it in his face. It's like, so we're not doing trophies for this one or what what's going on here? <laughs> but yeah, that's a little peek behind the scene. He is a he's a fan of, he's honestly, he's pretty good at it too. Like I'm not gonna lie. Although <laughs> We've ever since Patrick Mahomes first came out, I I got him I late as a starter, and I've been getting him every single year since. And right. he he has a big problem with he will not admit that Patrick. He's like, well, I mean, there's other people out there. I was like, Dad, just because the Bears missed on him, <laughs> you you can take him. <laughs> he's like, well, he's amazing. I get that, but there, you know, there's other talent. You don't know how my other leagues are scored. I'm like, okay, I'm just saying. And I don't think it matters right. how any league scored with that guy at your home. Well, maybe if you guys have enough interest, if you uh, get some DMs to people interested, maybe you could do a 34 to Glory League or something. Huh? That'd be cool. Yeah, that. I mean, we're always open to that. That would be. That's a actually. That's a really great idea. I know he would. You wouldn't. I mean. He's not even here, and he's already in. <laughs> I was going to say, if you guys do decide to do something like that, you can count me in. I'll do it. That sounds great, man. That 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 actually be a really good idea. Uh, we'll probably – I'll talk to him. I, I don't would, know why I even said I could talk be, to him because he's going to do it. It'd be, <laughs> and it'd be built-in conversation you know, fodder. Yeah, it'd be fun. I mean, the, the only thing, too, though, and you're going to know exactly where I'm going with this, it's really <laughs> – it's really hard when you're in a league with Bears fans because the one thing that we can count on every year is we're like, when's that defense going off the board? Why am I taking yeah. a defense so For early? Second round. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know everyone's, like, key in on, like, those positions. Like, too, like, you're like, oh, someone's going to take Allen Robinson. I, f- I feel like I might have to jump yeah. the gun early on this. <laughs> Or you get that one guy who's like trading, like just doing ridiculous trades because he's trying to accumulate all the bears. Oh my gosh, those people, man! There's always yeah, one. We had one of those this year. <laughs> yeah, there's my always chief, one. My chief, he's my chief's another huge Bears fan, and he was in this league from my uh, from my uh, battalion. And he, oh my gosh, he he was all about just accumulating the bears. He was just like giving away the farm to get anybody. He's he's like, yeah, Cohen. I'll give you Tom Brady, you know, like <laughs> it's like that. That way, he only has to watch one game on Sunday. Oh, I know, right? Oh, hey, you want to hear something funny? Yeah, and you'll, sure. you'll love this. The worst fantasy football year I ever had. I was in, I think, three leagues, and I knew this one player was going to just light it up, right? So I drafted this guy like in the first round in all my leagues. I thought I was smarter than everybody. I ended up getting my ass whooped that year. Guess who that player was? Oh, no. Oh, no. Was it Trubisky? It was right after. No, it was right after we signed Trey Burton. Oh. <laughs> I went so hard on Trey Burton, and then I was so disappointed. Did the media- <laughs> and I just lost. I got, I got annihilated every league. The media hyped him up so much, it was ridiculous. Like, I, I, I don't blame you because I fell in the same boat. I was like... This Trey Burton guy might be pretty good. I'm gonna, and then I went from that to <laughs> this Trey Burton guy is gonna be an all star. You just watch, and then <laughs> I was like, he's an ex Travis Kelsey. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, stuff like that. You're like, oh yeah, he, he this is it. And now look at him. Gosh, oh my God. only known for the Philly special. That's all he's known for. And destroying fantasy leagues. 
<laughs> That's two. Well, hey, man, I'm going to let you go. We're going to wrap this up. But, uh, yeah, stay in touch, man. And uh, just any time you want to come on or whatever, just hit me up through the uh, the Instagram and we'll get it done. Yeah, likewise. If you guys are looking for somebody to chat with, y'all, again, we're, we're locked indoors. So yeah, no always, deal, always, man. Hopefully next time we can get my dad on. Uh, I want to say this thing will calm down, but I know it won't. So hopefully you just get some time off. Yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yep. All right, Curtis. Well, thanks again, man. We always appreciate talking to you. We always appreciate the insight you bring to the show. It's it's awesome. Uh, Called the Leonard Floyd thing out way before it even happened. So unfortunately, you were right. (laughs) I know. Always the worst is when you call some something bad and you're right on the spot. You're like, no, damn it! <laughs> yeah. I would have been wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst, man. But uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next soon or whenever, and uh, we appreciate it, man. All right, take it easy, buddy. All right, you too, man. Have a good one. All right, bye. See ya. All right, everyone, that's it for this week. There is no, there's no outro. This is just me talking now. So let me, let me, let me try it since the old man's gone. And remember, it's always a good time when you burn out. That was horrible. Just got it. We're out.